Hey, and welcome to Narrate and Meditate. I'm Cindy Brewer-Purser, and today I'm going to read to you from the book, 40 Days to Personal Revolution, a breakthrough program to radically change your body and awaken the sacred within your soul by Baron Baptiste. So find yourself in a comfortable meditation position, and that can be absolutely anywhere where you find it easy to be still. And then once you're there, you can place your palms down on your legs, on your knees, on your lap, wherever it feels comfy. If palms up feels better, that's fine too. Just be intentional because today we are going to be listening to this reading all about intentions. In yoga class, I talk about intentions a lot. I encourage students to set them just so the mind has a good place to come back to when it begins to wander. So right now, set a little intention for this practice of meditation. Maybe it's just a word. Maybe it's a phrase, an idea, a vision, an image, a person. Just something you're going to come back to if your mind wanders. Something positive to think about. And now I'll read. Intention has tremendous power because when you hold an awareness of what you need to do in the back of your mind, you direct your energy and the energy of the universe in that direction. As Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. Intention sparks a recreation of events and circumstances begin to organize toward their own fulfillment. Right intention leads us to the realm of flow of what the Indians call vinyasa. When we find the pureness of our intention, we unleash a force that has miraculous and infinite ability to rally circumstances, energy, situations, synchronicity, and serendipity all on our behalf. It's like trying to bake a cake. You need all the right ingredients, but you also need the right temperature for the right duration of time. The pieces all need to fall into place. There is a danger to the phenomenal power of intention, however, if we use it for selfish purposes to fulfill the insatiable appetite of our greedy ego, we fall out of alignment with the natural laws of right action and are headed for darkness. We have all read the stories in the news about the demise of greedy captains of industry who focus their intent on selfish gain and profit at the expense of others or about politicians who abuse their power to further their own personal agendas. This is why we need what I call right intent. In other words, intention is appropriate as long as you do not use it to violate the basic spiritual laws of goodness. Through right intent and a true repentance of the heart, you can transform your body, your life, and your world. How can you know if an intent is from your pure heart? If you can honestly look at yourself in the cosmic mirror and feel at ease with your conscience, then it is pure. If it isn't, your conscience will signal you loud and clear. However, we are so skilled at ignoring our conscience that it requires a real shift on our part to be open to it and to hear it. You can blot it out and ignore it, but if you try to fool your conscience, it will make a fool out of you. I often see students misuse healthy practices such as yoga in this way. They say their intention is to awaken, but really their intention is to maintain the status quo of their ego. Whether they come to class because they want to have a better body, 
dissolve stress, or feed their competitive drive for accomplishment, they haven't looked at themselves in the mirror and really gone inward in order to spark an outward transformation. A shift in vision also calls for faith. We get so caught up in things such as whether or not Moses really parted the Red Sea or if Jesus really rose from the dead, but the facts of these miracles are irrelevant. There is a certain leap of faith that we need to take. The real phenomenon is in our consciousness, in the power of what's possible. We don't necessarily need to know if Moses literally led the Jews through the desert to freedom or if Jesus emerged from the dead. We only need to trust that such transformation within humanity is possible. It is important that we don't just believe in it as intellectual construct, but that we develop a heart of faith and use it as a great tool to shift from seeing what our literal eyes with our literal eyes to seeing with our spiritual ones. So now come back to remembering your intention for this practice. And then ask yourself if this intention sits well in your conscience. Just do a check-in that your ego isn't leading you. You know, I don't want to meditate so I can tell everyone that I meditate. <laughs> I, I don't want to meditate for selfish reasons. But know that I meditate because when I do, I am better for this world. I can come at events that happen and at relationships from a place of stillness and clarity. And I use meditation as a way to check my intentions, not only in this time and space, but in my life. To see that they are for the higher good, that they come from a pure heart. And so now, remind yourself of your intention. And if you want to change it because your conscience said, hey, maybe not. You didn't want to have to brag on social media that you're meditating now. <laughs> maybe your intention shifts and changes. We try to keep it humble. We try to keep it honest and true. Maybe you kept the same intention. Maybe you changed it. But just see how it sits with your body energetically now. Bring your awareness to the third eye, the space between the eyebrows, that spiritual eye that knows that we do need some stillness and some quiet to tap into to be able to see with, to see not only the world but ourselves more clearly with. You might even want to, with closed eyes, Raise them up and in toward the third eye as if with your closed eyes you're looking to the third eye for guidance. Sometimes we look at it just to let us know we are on the right path. and We are 
doing things for the right reasons, that we haven't lost our way. And if we have, we have a flashlight here in the third eye to guide us back onto the right path of goodness, of truth, of trying to make ourselves and this world a better place. And then you can relax your eyes, relax your body a little, Even relax your mind for a moment. See if you can allow some space in between each thought. And those spaces between our thoughts is where our peace lies. And so if your intention is ever peace, that's what we look for. A little space. A little silence a little stillness. And then you can make a choice to keep the intention that you have now mindfully set to go with you into the rest of your day or night. You can also make an intention to let it go right now and just send it out into the world, into the universe, to maybe those who might need it. And just feel open-minded and open-hearted to watch it manifest into your life. Bring your hands together and just rest your thumbs in the third eye space between your eyebrows. May your thoughts be clear. And then rest your thumbs on your lips lightly. May your words be kind. And then rest your thumbs on your chest. May your heart be pure and guide you. Namaste.